You already know what time it is. Big Dog Bulldog, Matic, Jordan Fuegel, recapping the NBA weekend. Lots of action, lots of uh, lots of drama, lots of intrigue, lots of uh, Westbrook, yeah. Westbrook bricks uh, that everybody loves. Uh, loves to see everybody's favorite thing pulling up with 30 seconds left. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's the type of shooter that we need, man. We need somebody in the streets looking out for us. Yeah, yeah. Ready to pull the trigger without without any without any uh, you know thought process behind it. Yeah, yeah, you want friends like that. Uh, on the court, maybe maybe not so much, but uh, in life. Uh, I would love to be Russell Westbrook's friend in life. I don't think I could ever tell him that he did anything wrong. I, I think he would just, uh, you know, kind of scream at me. But, you know, it, it, I, I think it, it would be great. You're right, Matt, to, to have in a, in a tough spot. But, uh, yeah, um, uh, just, I know we're not even going to get into it, but just you, you, you jogged my memory. That shot was uh, pretty atrocious, uh, even for, West, yeah. for oh, Westbrook. Yeah. He wanted to get that triple double. He wanted to get the, those points up after yeah, that. Uh, right. You know, it's uh, his two point performance. I mean, I, he needs to get something there. But uh, yeah, well, we'll be talking about the the Trailblazers uh, a little bit later. Uh, the Lakers, yeah, we 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 really want to limit them. Uh, yeah. with, with their exposure because it is just never good. Uh, there's no good things to say with the Lakers really at this point still. No. Um, you know, logo LeBron. Uh, I don't think that's going to be a thing. Uh, but uh, you know, that, that, let's get right into the to the the meat and potatoes of the. Pot. Podcast, uh, and we're gonna start this one off with recapping last night's late game between uh, what 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 seemed to be two championship contenders, and you know still might possibly be uh, between the Phoenix Suns and the LA Clippers. But uh, the Phoenix Suns really taking them out back to the woodshed, and uh, you know smacking them around a little bit, teaching them a lesson. The Phoenix Suns uh, got, uh, coming out to a hot start there, eleven and zero. I mean, Devin Booker was insane, unstoppable, pretty well yeah. that whole game. Uh, there there was nothing that he he did. That seemed to fail. Uh, we're just having one of those days, one of those nights where uh, everything he put up was seemingly coming down, and the Clippers just had no answer for him. Yeah, yeah. Booker had a great game. No one else on the Suns even had that that good of an outing. Um, I, I like. I think that for for the Suns, this was a you know after that slow start against the Mavs in in Game One, um, mm-hmm. and then did they lose their second game? What 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 is their record right now? No, do do do. Whatever they are, yeah. And then they, with their loss, whoever they lost to in game two, I forget who it was. But I feel like they're, you know, the, the Suns came out really wanting to to send a message, um, yeah. You know, especially against the Clippers, who, as you said, people, a lot of people predicting, you know, making it all the way, all the way to the finals, being you know the team to beat in the West with Kawhi back now. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's good to see that from from the Suns, who have looked kind of lifeless, uh, you know. Uh, Going back to, to, to last year's playoffs, everything that's happened yeah. over the offseason. But, yeah, Devin Booker you really, really carried them in this one. Um, you know, because, once again, Chris Paul, <laughs> I, I don't want to freak out. I don't want to worry too much. I, I, last night was a good game. He just didn't shoot it all that well. He had 11 assists uh, and, and, and eight boards. But, mm-hmm. you know, he. I think we're at a point now where he's – most games he's not going to crack 20 points like he's not no, going to be like no. your scorer he, he's going to you know, be like an get, eight point per game guy he'll, he, he'll his he'll assist average will be higher yeah exactly yeah you'll get maybe 15 points for him from him if you're lucky but like mm-hmm. yeah you're, you're gonna have you have to get you get your scoring elsewhere and uh yeah devin booker did all of it Aiton had a pretty good game um as always would like to see him be a bit more aggressive especially against the clippers who don't really have that many bigs but you know he he, he did all right um, outplayed Zubac, that's for sure, um, yeah. and uh, 
And I like that, you know, the, the matchup really demanded it, but Monty Williams actually playing Torrey Craig off the bench, who I think can be more useful for the Suns uh, in, in more spots than, than uh, you know, sort of he's been asked to play before. I think he's, he, yeah. I, I like what he brings to the table. He, and he showed that last night, campaign 10, off, 10, 10 points off the bench as well. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, I think they just, uh, you know, took care of business, uh, kind of became the, the, the sons of a couple years ago and just, uh, yeah, it really handled this, this Clippers team that's clearly still feeling things out. You know, Kawhi's still coming off the bench. Even John yeah. Wall, you know, is still coming off the bench. Um, uh, you know, even though he had 17 last night, he looked, he looked good yet, yet again. You know, John Wall has been a really bright spot, but the Clippers just in general, um, just uh, are not all on the same page yet, which is understandable. But, but yeah, like I, I, I think, uh, e- even when they squeaked out that win over the Lakers, you know, we talked about it. They didn't even look ga- that good in that game, the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, they're going to look a hell of a lot different way down the line uh, when, when they get everybody on the same page. They're, they're just not there yet. Yeah, well, and I think the biggest thing right now for getting everyone on the same page and really the Clippers being able to play, you know, productive scoring basketball uh, or even, you know, just effective basketball in general uh, is, you know, when whenever they decide they would like to take the Pampers off Kawhi Leonard yeah. and, uh, you know, actually, you know, pull, put him into some big boy uh, underwear here, put him in some <laughs> Manties uh, because the, playing 20 minutes – uh, you know, another t- game off the bench here for Kawhi. Uh, maybe he'll be sixth man of the year. I'm not sure. Oh, gosh. Um, but it's, uh, you know, I, I, if I if I was a Clippers fan, uh, you know, I'm not sure how many of them uh, are out there, but if I was a Clippers fan, you know, I would be a little bit annoyed because obviously, you know, he's rehabbing, uh, you know, a serious injury, but this is not like... I don't... I think they're... Like, it's only three games into the season, and I'm already kind of like, okay, man, like fucking start play 30 minutes like you can't expect everybody to just be cool with you doing this like you have a job to do like i've never seen an athlete like uh in any sport uh but you know especially in the nba where you know resting is a little bit more uh you know uh it's a little more uh commonplace yeah but this is like he takes us to a new level like and wherever he goes the teams just let him do it because he's so good when he's fully healthy but like I, I would like to see him get into full game shape and see what he can do because, again, I, I evaluated the Clippers' season based on if he was going to be playing, you know, the full 35 minutes per game, you know, right out the gates. And I still don't think that they're really in that title contender spot that, uh, you know, a lot of people have them up there. Like, I, I definitely don't regard them as high. Uh, but a big part of this, like, I need to see Kawhi really out there. Maybe he can change my mind. But uh, yeah, as yeah. of right now, like the it, it pretty much seems like the exact same team from last year. You could pretty much forget that Kawhi was even on the court. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, same team with yeah some random Kawhi-like creature coming mm-hmm. off the bench and and John Wall. Yeah, it's it's uh, like uh, yeah. I, I mean, at this point, I'm like I'm. Uh, this is just you know what Kawhi does. I'm I'm not even that shocked by it. But a hundred percent, it's it would be so annoying if I was uh, if I was a Clippers fan. You know, if he was on the Raptors and doing this, I'd be. You know, like the the whole thing about like coming back and and limiting your minutes, I I get it uh, somewhat, but like if you're gonna play twenty minutes, I I think you can play thirty five minutes. Like Kawhi's not really not yeah. one, especially yeah. in the regular season, who is going to accidentally exert himself too much. He's not like one of these high flying point guards who guys guys who like get up in the air when they attack the rim. He doesn't even really do that. Like he he's he's a guy who. You know his his injuries have been somewhat fluky. Like he's not like a crazy high flying guy who's gonna accidentally yeah. re injure himself. Like so, uh, I don't understand what the what the issue is playing him. 
uh, you know, that, that 15 minutes more that, that, you, that you just normally would. Yeah, and, and starting him and, and getting him back in the flow of things because, like, I, I, I think I talked about it, or, or, and we've talked about it before, like, continuity of a team and, like, you know, getting yeah. as many games with a group as you can under your belt. I know you, these guys have been together for a few years now, but they haven't really played. Uh, this, this squad, as it's constructed, has never played together, you know, with John Wall in the mix and everybody else they brought in, Norman Powell playing with Kawhi on this team. Like, you need time, especially if you are going to be a championship contender and you want to go in, you know, through the Western Conference playoffs and win. Yeah, You need time to gel as a team. And so, yeah, I'm not I'm not giving Kawhi a pass to do this for very much longer. Like, he, he's, uh, he, he looks fine. Like, he looks rusty for sure. But, like, physically, mm. it doesn't look like he's, like, laboring or, like, coming off the bench holding anything or anything like that. Like, he's he's he looks physically okay. So... Uh, I would love to see him ramp back up and 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 yeah, be that guy because also the the Clippers, like if you're Kawhi, like yeah, I, I wouldn't take any chances. Like if if I was really if I, if I wanted to 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 win, I I want to be out there and get make sure the Clippers are you know we're, we're the number one seed in the West. Like like yeah. get good seeding for the playoffs. Like if you re- are really serious about it, um, yeah, you know go and try and do that because without Kawhi. I don't think this Clippers team is going to be all that good in the regular season. Like if he's just going to be okay, so yeah, yeah he, he's yeah. got to get back to him his regular self, not just for the playoffs, but but for the regular season too. Yeah, well, and again, they could use his defense. Uh, yeah, and it, yeah. It, it, like like if you put him on Devin Booker to start this game, maybe he doesn't get so hot so quickly because once he hits a couple shots, then he had the the heat check uh, step back uh, mid range on Paul George uh, in the the late first quarter, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, and after that, yeah, it was pretty much over. Uh, like, like yeah, the Clippers were just dead to rights, and they need to have that superstar. Like, like Paul George is again still playing great. Like he's doing his thing. He's trying to you know keep the keep keep his team afloat. Yeah. But I, if I was Paul George, and I I would be really pissed off. But it, like it's almost like this call to Kawhi has taken over uh, the the, the Clippers locker room because even like right after you know Paul George was like, yep, nope, Kawhi's number one. Nope, I'm cool with that. This is all fine. Yeah, uh, I don't mind. It's like. Okay, well, that's not really a great attitude to have, especially considering that like, you've been the guy for the last pretty much two seasons, uh, and now you're just ready to take the back seat to this guy who won't even start games for you. So I'm not really like I, I I definitely don't like how much he's resting it because again, it's not like Kawhi's even rested them before. Like you might as well just sit the game out and then yeah, rest. that's the like, thing too. Just start like, and I then think, sit a game. Yeah, like, it's better I think that, that would way. almost be. I, yeah, at least I think it would be better that way. I mean, maybe there's some kind of sports, uh, sports uh, physical yeah. therapist or something out there that's uh, going to correct us on that. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely like to see a little bit more Kawhi out there, uh, especially in a game when you're playing the Phoenix Suns, uh, who you know moved to two and one on the season. Uh, that other lost Jordan coming uh, at the hands of the ter- the Trailblazers, which will uh, right. do that yes. soon. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, Apologies. But. Uh, to, to move on, uh, you know, this is something that, you know, really, really makes me happy. Uh, I know that for sure. Jordan, I'm sure you should be sweating bullets over there. Uh, but the, the Utah Jazz, uh, you know, they moved to 3-0. Who, who, who to thunk? Who to thunk? The, yeah. the, the, the tanking Utah Jazz would, would be undefeated. Are they tanking? Little, uh, I, well, I mean, you might, maybe you should rethink it. Yeah, maybe. Like, again, I said this. If they didn't trade anybody, they could be kind of frisky. They could be a playing team. They could be yeah. working around the playoffs. Hey, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell on this team, what a, what a great team that would be. Honestly, uh, yeah. that we, they, they could be not bad. They just need to get rid of uh, <laughs> Gobert and everything worked out. Uh, but uh, the, the main thing that, you know, of their, their undefeated streak that we wanted to talk about uh, is the, the overtime thriller 
six-point victory over the Minnesota Timberwolves and, uh, you know, the aforementioned Rudy Gobert. Um, that one, I think, is the biggest win and the funniest win of uh, one of the funniest wins I've seen in the NBA in years. And it's kind of like, and it was in Minnesota too. Yeah. So this is even like more just like, uh, demoralizing that Rudy had to be exposed like, on, on that, like right in front of his new home. Uh, you know, he, 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 he hauled in 23 rebounds. He still shot four for 10 though. Yeah. Uh, you know, total, like his offense really wasn't there. Uh, and that was pretty much the game. Like it was back and forth, but this Timberwolves team is supposed to be, and I'm, again, as I said before, quote unquote, a title contender or, you know, in the, like a, the playoff hunt. And, uh, they didn't look like it in this game. The The Jazz pretty much had their way. Uh, it was back and forth, but it, the Jazz were in, in control, and they pretty much just veteraned them. And, uh, you know, yeah. the, these even some of these young guys are still coming up with, uh, you know, big minutes off the bench. But, uh, you know, Jordan Clarkson had 29 points, Laurie Market in 24-13, and then, you know, even for some reason, Kelly Olenek, Mr. Uh, game winner uh, as well from last night, uh, you know, he <laughs> they, 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 these guys just can't seem to lose. Yeah, and... I mean, the the Timberwolves are supposed to be a, a freaking uh, title contender, but also have this amazing uh, you know defense or improved defense with with Rudy Gobert and, and giving up 132 to to Utah, uh, who yeah many people thought would would very purposely have the the worst record in the fucking league. Uh, mm-hmm. It was kind of pretty you know uh, it was a pretty eye opening uh, for for the Wolves and and I mean but. Everything we talked about the Wolves. Look, look who the Jazz started. They started Olenek, uh, who is a shooting, uh, you know, big man uh, who can pull pull Rudy Gobert away from the basket. Uh, you know, com- com- completely sort of minimize what he can do. Um, mm-hmm. And then you know you've got Cat trying to run around, cover Vanderbilt and and Markinen and all these way quicker guys. Uh, you know, on the perimeter. Uh, who, who are, you know, a lot of the times are away from the rim. Um, and, and then, you know, Cat's kind of scrambling to do anything. And then, boom, you give up 132, um, and, and, and you can't keep up offensively with Utah. Like, Utah accidentally kind of put out a really good game plan to to, to counter uh, what, what Minnesota put puts out on the floor. And, yeah, you know, Markkinen was great, and, and he was great in this next game last night. Uh, also went to OT. Um, and and uh, Clarkson, uh, like you said, so you know he he was hitting everything twenty nine five and six, um, and and like we talked about after even game one, like Utah's got a pretty deep uh, like uh, team of guys that that they can rely on. Like if you look down, they yep. got uh, Beasley and Sexton, uh, you know, off the bench. Having those two guys coming off your bench as scores is is actually pretty uh, pretty handy. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, uh, fifteen and eleven for those guys. Um, and, and you've got Kessler and you've got THT who actually played some in this and actually played okay, shot 50%, uh, you know, had a, had a nice few, you know, drives and baskets. And See, he's, um, he's, he's all right in Utah when they don't really yeah. give a fuck about him, but when you're hyping him up as a number one prospect, then oh, that's yeah. when things go, the, the wires get crossed, I think. 100%. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's already maybe, I think this is the most successful season he's gotten off to in his career. Maybe, <laughs> three, yeah. 3-0. Uh, I don't think the the Lakers were, you know, hit that mark uh, over the past few years. But, um, I'm pretty sure that the Lakers, in a lot, it's like every year the Bronze been on the Lakers, they've lost. Uh, yeah. And there was their season opener. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, g- give credit to Utah. Like, they, 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 they're hitting shots. Um, like, they're, uh, you know, f- they shot 40% from three in this one, which, which really helped them. Like, they, they were, they were mm-hmm. hot. But I don't think that's an accident. I really don't think, 
especially if you got Towns and Gobert as your two uh, guys in the front court, you're going to be particularly good at defending the three. Uh, yeah. if, if, if especially if the other team's got bigs who can who can stretch it out, like it's going to be a real problem. And I, I think. Yeah, the, 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 that sort of two towers kind of look, even though on paper, statistically, it's supposed to be, you know, good defensively. I think it'll work against some teams, but some teams it, you're just going to get exposed. And I think Utah just showed, perfectly showed what that's going to look like. Well, and again, if you're a Timberwolves fan, it's just got to really burn to, to, to see this loss. Like, this is one that you mark on your calendar. You're, I believe you're still going to get three more shots at these guys, and yeah. you know, you'd, you'd hope they could at least win the next three. But uh, it's uh, it's not a given because, you know, and, and then you move on to another team who, you know, I, I regard as a, a better team than the, the Timberwolves in the New Orleans Pelicans. They also yep. take the loss uh, to the Utah Jazz last yep. night. Uh, Six-point loss. Zion almost dies, goes through, almost goes yeah. right through the court. Uh, and now he's hurt. He has a hip contusion, which I'm pretty sure just means he bruised his hip. A little yep. bit of a boo boo. He's all right, uh, <laughs> but I'm not sure because it's uh, like, like Zion's getting cl- dangerously close to Anthony Davis levels. So I he know. gets hurt from <laughs> shit like this. So uh, you know we we uh, got to put him on watch. But uh, again, Kelly Olynyk taking over, hitting that uh, the big shot down the stretch of the game. Uh, and, and again, another kind of you know good team performance. But I mean, Laurie Markkinen going off thirty-one and twelve against the Pelicans, and it's it's just an interesting the constructed team like all around here. Like they've got guys who can move. They've got all these guys that can shoot. Yeah. Like they, the the way that Jazz are actually constructed, they don't have a superstar. But they can really just move the ball around, find yep. the best shot. They have a lot of great offensive players, and you know, sneakily, these guys can also defend. I mean, you know, starting Jared Vanderbilt, uh, you know, down low with Kelly Olynyk, like you're sacrificing a bit of size, but the mobility yep. and the shooting that you're going to end up getting as a result, uh, I, I think, ultimately, is a, a lot more important. Uh, and then off the bench, same thing. Like you're still not really looking at any real defenders off the other than Walker Kessler, uh, and even he, you know, he's uh, he's only played three games in the NBA, so we don't. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say he's a completely lockdown center yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then you got Beasley, Sexton, and Gay, Taylor Horton, Tucker. Like we were saying, like these guys are all more offensive centric players at this yeah. point oh, uh, yeah. in their career. I mean, Rudy Gobert. I think uh, Rudy Gobert, pardon me, Rudy Gay. Uh, <laughs> I think he's just out there to kind of collect the check at this point. I'm not sure how much longer he'll be in the ah, league. He's a vet. He's a vet. Yeah. So uh, it's it's just it's crazy to think like this team should be like not even close to winning any games, but here they are, three and zero, top of the West, and uh, I'm not uh, I'm not sure how long they can keep it up. Uh, but you know it, it's it's possible. What what if the Utah Jazz go like five and zero? What what do you think, Jordan? How far oh. do you think this this can go? Because their next game, Jordan. Utah or the Utah Jazz visit the Houston Rockets, and that's two games in a row against the Rockets. It's possible. Uh, I that think the they're Utah going five Jazz, and <laughs> Yeah, they could be I, five and zero. Oh. I'd be, I'd be, I, I'd be shocked if they aren't five and zero. Oh, actually, I mean, the Rockets will have a lot to play for. I, I, I suppose you know they'll, uh, you know, Jalen Green will come out firing, but uh, no, yeah, they're cool with losing too. You know, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that's, uh, you know, that that's that's not a stretch at all to be five and zero. Oh. You know, it's. It's true what you're saying, like like Utah, yeah. Without trying to really construct this team, that they've got all, all these guys who can, you know, sort of just yeah run around. It's like they're playing like a classic old like uh, five out high school motion offense. They're just passing mm-hmm. to whoever's open. Uh, you know, I think I think Will Hardy is a good showing already through three games. You know, uh, he he's a good 
coach and he, he knows how to uh, sort of keep things simple out there in terms of, you know, using who you have um, and, and, and playing to their strengths. And, and I think, you know, yeah, offensively, they've just looked, it's been kind of free and easy and it's been just, you know, passing to the open guy, you know, feeding whoever's hot and, and they've, their assist rate has been really good. They've got a lot of guys who can pass it and, and even a guy like Olenek and Markkanen, you know, some of your bigger guys, they know how to move the ball too. Like they're not ball stoppers. Um, and, uh, and, and, and yeah, like you and I both talked about how much we both like the Pelicans. So I, yeah. I, I, this is a, this is a good win for the Jazz. Like this is legitimate, you know, the, the Timberwolves, they have their issues. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, against the Pels who have, you know, high expectations for themselves, this was, this was a really good one. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be hard too for, you know, going into Houston and, and, and winning as well, because the two, two straight, uh, overtime games, you know, Utah is going to have, uh, you know, some, some tired legs, I'm sure, but. They've got a lot of young guys on a deep team, so maybe they can fucking handle it. Is Utah secretly the best team in the West, Matt? That's what I want to know. Like, what what's going on in Utah? Seriously? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Windhorse has got to get out here. Uh, but yeah. I mean, if they're not the best, then uh, a team that might be have to also throw their hat in the race, unsuspectingly uh, to to many, uh, especially myself uh, and I and you, George, because we didn't really give them any regard. Uh, the only no. other undefeated team left in the West. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers. Yes. Uh, I mean, the Trailblazers, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, but Damian Lillard might be back. 41 points against the Lakers. You know he's yep. going to he's gonna show out, uh, you know, when, the, when, the, when he's in, the, I guess, not the Staples Center, but we're going we're gonna to leave it with Staples. Uh, but, yeah, a, a great game from him. Uh, not a lot of support. It was just, he just kind of took over uh, in this one, especially, you know, hitting that uh, that big three to kind of put them up at one point. But, uh, you know, and, and we can get more into this now because it's, it's out in the open. But, I mean, holy shit, Westbrook. Like, every game he finds a way to make people <laughs> – hate on him like I, I do i seriously don't know how this could ever get any better until he just gets traded because even if he gets like a 25 point triple double people will still say oh well you know because you know his efficiency in a game like that's going to be shit yeah. but uh you know against the trailblazers a team that they should probably be you know probably be beating jeremy grant actually came out and was kind of you know the the closer at times here through the game you know he got oh, yeah. the, the game winner and that was a tough bucket to get too yep yep yeah, no, Grant looked good, and he looked good even shooting it, like, off of a few passes from Dame. Like, he hit two threes that looked really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm I'm kind of re not reevaluating the Blazers all that much, but but him on this team looks looks exactly as the optimistic people thought it would. Like, you know, playing mm-hmm. with Dame, that big wing that Dame's just never had. Um, and, you know, he, he, he played that role perfectly uh, last night. And, and, yeah, I mean, since you brought him up, yeah, Westbrook... Uh, like that shot was just, you know, I, I, I wish I could have been there in the building. Like, I'm sure like even, even pulling up, even, you know, as he was grabbing the shot, the announcer, the, the home you yeah. know, for, for the, for the Lakers went, no, Russ, no. The bronze uh, throwing his hands up. And they, <laughs> they saw a clip that, you know, they zoom in on him and they, yeah. he's just like, what the hell are we doing? You know, they had that, I believe it was 18 seconds left on the shot clock. And they were up, seconds in the game. They were up one. Yeah. Like, uh, and, insane. And, you know, and he didn't rattle it out. It wasn't a, oh, good shot. He bricked it like right off the. Yeah. And this is why I'm saying, like, get him the hell out of there. Like, this is bad karma for you guys. You know, play with fire all you want. Yeah, say you're going to wait until you get the best offer on the table. Uh, but, like, do that at your own peril. You're going to be Owen fucking, uh, you know, Owen 36 before you decide to trade uh, Russ. Yeah. And then it's going to be too late to turn the season around. So, like, man, like, 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, we, we're not going to talk about the Lakers. This is about the Blazers. Uh, who had a good win. Um, Grant looked great. Dame, as you said, forty-one. He this is probably his best game back. Uh, you know, you know, obviously uh, at the start yeah, of this year. Just, but that's a back-to-back forty-one pieces, though. He also had forty-one against the Suns. You're right. You're right. Uh, but this is insane. And, and this one, he was back to his own self in terms of like shooting. You know, his little pull-up <laughs> threes. You know, yep. transition threes. Just saying, fuck it, uh, which is awesome to see because you know he, he he's he since coming back and even. Last year when he played, he looked a little tentative. He didn't really look like himself, like you know, as dominant as he has been. Um, but this this really looked like the old the old Dame, which was which was great to see. Um, and like Simon's, uh, sorry, Simon's sharp uh, off the bench. He, he didn't make that much of an impact. But did you see his his finish off the alley oop mat when he threw he's it? He got down? bounced. He's, he's got bounced. That's for he's sure. got an NBA body, and and man, like if he's gonna, you know. Chauncey Billups has already shown a willingness to play him more than maybe I, I really expected. I, I I didn't think he'd quite get this much of a role in the rotation right away, but man, he he's going to be good and, and, and he's got mm-hmm. all the skills to put it together. Um, I, I could see by the end of the year, like if, if he gets his confidence up and, and sort of can play within the team structure, like him being like that, that first guy off the bench and, and really making a difference for this team. Cause he, he's got size, he can shoot it and, and yeah, he can fucking get up off the floor as well. Um, and, and so, you know, with, with all that in mind, and yeah, like, yeah, I, I don't love Simons, but you know, whatever play him, he's going to put the ball in the basket sometimes, and and, and that's good. But like, I, I I love what Josh Hart brings to the table. Sixteen boards last night. You know, lockdown yeah. defense. I I actually like this team more than I thought. It doesn't change the fact that I still think they're ultimately mediocre and maybe just bumping yeah, on the it, ceiling of being they're good. They're going to drop. They're going to drop. There's no well, way yeah. they don't. Like, but that's what I mean. In a different context, I could be excited about this and be like, "Oh, this is mm. great! Look at all these guys." But it's still thirty-two-year-old Dame with no shot of doing anything in the playoffs, and and the Blazers. You, you know, you can't convince me that the best move isn't just to trade him and get a haul back for him. So, yeah. you know, this is good, Portland. But like, this doesn't change the the fact of your existence. You know, you're, you're still you're still in the same situation. Um, but yeah, I mean, your team looks pretty good. Six seed. Well, I- I even like the idea, you know, based on the way that I've seen them play. I mean, if you you can develop Sharp a little bit more throughout the season, maybe yeah. you find someone who's willing to take on uh, Simon's contract. You get a little bit better, uh, a little bit bigger, yeah. uh, uh, and then you develop this young guy. And then, I mean, regardless, like I mean, it would just be to get a bit of depth, which I think the team desperately kind of needs. Um, so I, I'm, I'm still like. Eh. The, t- it, it, the Suns win definitely was a legit win. That's like a big win to get. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. the, other than that, I mean, the other win came against uh, the Sacramento Kings. So, you know, that's that's pretty much a, a walkover. Uh, <laughs> there's no there's no problem there. So, you know, I, I'm definitely interested to see how they can keep this going throughout the season. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they've got a, a matchup with the Denver Nuggets uh, as uh, today, the, Monday one. the 24th. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, – that one will be, you know, a big test for the big man Nurkic because, yeah, know, he's – He's always got these nice stat lines, but when you watch him out there, you know, he, he really is just the traditional, I'm going to sit my ass in the paint, and if it comes to me down low, I'll put up the, the dunk or the layup, but other than that, like, he's not really going to be creating, which I think has been why he's been around for so long, you know, big body to set those screens for Dame, uh, and then give him those, look, you know, nice open looks, so I'm, I'm hoping that maybe he can also kind of get a little bit more involved, take some pressure off Dame uh, and, and even Simons, because I think P- teams are also starting to kind of game plan for Simons a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, but uh, overall, like, 
I, I will I'll say this. I'm very I am impressed with the Trailblazers to start the year and you yeah, know I too. think that they could they could do better than what I had them slated at, but I'm still not, you know, I'm not sold, but I'm close. I'm I've got the catalog open on the Trailblazers. I've got the number punched into the phone. I just need to know if I need to call them up and say, "Hey, I'm I'm, I'm willing to buy some stock in uh, in <laughs> yeah. the Trailblazers." But right now I'm still on the fence. Yeah, I like I I still, you know, even best case scenario, really struggle picturing them winning a first round series unless the matchup oh, no, really yeah, falls right. Um, yeah, and, definitely and not it's close like, to buying that much stock. Yeah, so it's like, so then it's like, what's what's even the fucking point of of of, of being good? Like I. I guess you know what you know what uh, we'll have to ask a Blazers fan. Maybe they're okay with mm-hmm. this. Maybe they're they've been okay with you know seeing Dame be semi competitive. You know have a few good playoff moments, but they they just want uh you know uh, they want to keep Dame because you know who knows when they're gonna get another superstar of his caliber. You know maybe maybe people feel that way, but um but yeah, I mean Portland's definitely been impressive. They definitely deserve credit. And you talk about Nurkic like I think that's the one thing that they could do realistically in this season to to get better is. Trade Nurkic or or at least sell him. I mean, maybe you could sell him on a smaller role, uh, but you need a defensive-minded big in there, like a, a defensive-minded. Well, he, he's been center. on the trade block for like I know, I swear, three years because I know he was linked to quite a few teams in the East, you know, around the yeah. like, the trade deadline, and we'll we'll see if that ends up happening again, depending on how this shakes out. But uh, yeah, I, I I agree. They definitely could use you know a more traditional rim protector than like, uh, but. He's a good, he's a good big though. I don't want to say that. Like he's, he's got good a lot in of, a he, lot of facets, a, just not yeah. defensively. Like he, I, yeah, I, that's that's his only kind of weakness. But that's only what it's the only thing the Blazers really need in the front court. Like a big guy yeah. with size who can defend, yeah. or even someone like like a Draymond type, like who could be you know defend up you know based on his size, but can you know switch on to perimeter guys like someone like that like they, they just don't have that many good defenders and grant's trying his best to be that guy like as a as a bigger kind of you know uh, three slash four but he, he they need him to score the ball so uh, I, I if if they wanted to yeah get a little bit better in the season get get a big you know miles turner's out there clint capella i have a feeling mm-hmm. is going to come available at some point like there's there's some defensive-minded centers uh, or fours that, that you could go get and i think they're, they're sorely lacking there but but even then, I, I don't think they're, that's going to vault them into you know contention, uh, not even no, close. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, like like we're saying, not not to take away from what they've done, they have been really good. They have looked good, and I specifically, uh, like I said, I do like like how, how sharp uh, uh, has looked off the bench. But but uh, yeah, uh, still, uh, you know, us buying stock is still not uh, yeah not not a true you know successful deep playoff run for the blazers yeah. so take yeah. that as you will it's kind of a backhanded compliment for for for, for portland but uh, it is it is what it is yeah just just dip your toes in the water of the the trailblazers we're not yeah. we're not diving head first in this one we just want to check it out to yeah. check the temperature here uh to, to, we're gonna flip the the spectrum here uh we're gonna go from some of the best teams in the league uh, record wise to one of the worst uh one of the the most disappointing teams and we kind of on our Friday episode, we were really you know ripping into these guys and you know giving our honest opinions, and they've really just given us more ammunition yeah. uh, to to talk about here. Tied with the Orlando Magic as uh, the only winless team uh, in the in the East, the Philadelphia 76ers losing by 11 points uh, on Saturday night to the uh, the San Antonio Spurs, another team that's supposed to be bad, uh, and you're supposed to be a title contender uh, for their Philadelphia. I don't know if you guys knew that, um, but. 
It, it was it uh you know they, they only put up 105 points per game uh or they only put up 105 points per game they only put up 105 points in this in game. game yeah uh and it's a uh it's pretty crazy because you know this was Embiid's game this was uh you know he came out there he balled out 40 points 13 boards and against yep. a team that really has you know outside of Jakob Bertle uh you know no interior presence and you know respect to Yak but you know you put him on an island with Embiid, Embiid's going to kill him. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's not really a uh, – d- doesn't make sense to me. And then this one, though, James Harden, you know, if you look at the stat sheet, you'll be like, oh, yeah, but a pretty good game uh, from Harden, 12-12, and 12, <laughs> uh, one rebound short of a triple-double. The guy shot like junk. Yeah. He played like shit. It was a horrible, horrible – it was not a good performance from James Harden. And we've talked about this before that he's just demanding the ball so much and he's doing all like, – he's, he's doing too much. He's do- he, And uh, I – I'm I'm lost right now to think that this is gonna work. Like I know that it's early, but this is like this is kind of what I would expect from a team that has never played together. Like if they signed Harden in the off season or something, and they just aren't comfortable and they don't know what's going on. Yeah, they yeah, had yeah. a whole they had a whole half a season plus the playoffs and yeah. then the off season to develop this, and I don't know why it's worse now. Yeah, yeah. That this was the, this this Spurs game was ugly. Like. Another I think, scoreless night for Montrezl Harrell too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna get to their fucking atrocious ass bench in a second, but <laughs> uh, Harden and Maxi, uh, I think, might be the worst defensive backcourt in the league. And I and I can't, I can't, uh, I can't believe I picked the worst defensive backcourt in the league to uh, to make it to the NBA Finals and win it. Um, but like, they're they're just so bad. Like especially Maxi. Like I know what I'm getting from Harden, but Maxi just lets guys walk right around him. He just puts his hands up and provide. Like, he he doesn't even try to be physical yeah. or compete defensively. It's it's really really bad. And and to and, be fair, you could probably stiff arm that little guy into the ground. I know. And he you know on the other end he's so fast. He's like this little jitterbuggy. As soon as he gets the ball, boom, he's at the other end. But yeah. defensively, he's just you know the all all that lightness just. Uh, does not work for him defensively at all, and then we, we we all know what James Harden does, and so and then you got Tobias Harris, who who might be one of the worst. Like I'll give it to him over these fa- past few years, he tries defensively, and and every once in a while he's get, he gets a good like defensive highlight, but he yeah. he has no good defensive instincts or like anything you can rely on at all. Like he's another guy who's that's not never very been physical his game. for his size. He's no. He, but and that's like I don't even think I blame him anymore because he's just kind of lurked around on the 76ers team for season on upon season upon season. I know, and he's never ever been a good fit. I I know. Like okay, I think he's an okay fit offensively in theory, but like yeah. But when he, everyone else sucks on D, you can't have him there too. Like like I know that's guys, the problem. Other, Outside of Embiid, like I mean, PJ Tucker even like Embiid and Tucker, like those the, they have to Tucker clean up hasn't everything. Tucker has looked that good to me this year. He doesn't look even that good on defense. He to me, he he's might looked, be getting old. Okay, he is old as shit. To me, he's looked good on defense, but only because he's at least competent and better than those other three guys. Like he hasn't looked like like this, you know, world beater, or even like he did on the Bucks or or back in the you know in his Rockets days, back to mm-hmm. Toronto. Like he was he was like physical and like really really mobile and able to move around and you can tell he's old now and you can tell like even a guy pj tucker's a guy who likes to keep it really you know positive and you know out there with sort of positive energy on the court he's getting frustrated having to deal with these three other shitty ass defenders every play and i think i think that's partly why joel Embiid has looked so mopey and dopey and like so annoyed this year because 
He's having to clean up every bit of junk. Like perimeter players on on opposing teams have no issue getting by. Uh, you know, they're the first line of defense, Harden, Maxi, Harris, and they just come right in there and Embiid, and he has to clean everything up, exert all mm-hmm. this all this energy. If you think back to when the 76ers were good, who do they have? Ben Simmons, amazing perimeter defender. Jimmy Butler, uh, when they had him, amazing yep. perimeter defender. Like they had they had a team. That that actually could defend out on the perimeter and and like they're just not doing that right now. Like de- they, they they made freaking uh, Vassell look like this incredible fucking scorer. Yeah. Uh, every everyone on on the Spurs had had great nights, you know, scoring the ball, especially their perimeter guys. And it's just you you are not gonna win, not 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 at all. And that's the other thing. Like I I mean I I kind of I I thought that right away when I saw this team. Like, they're gonna need another defender, and I thought maybe. Uh, you know, Thibel could be that off the bench. You know, maybe maybe he's gotten way better offensively. Uh, you know, over the course of the, s- the summer, doesn't seem to be the case. House could play more minutes. You know, fill in two points last night. Yeah. Clearly, Doc Rivers doesn't really trust him all that much. And 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 Melton off their bench, he can only do so much. He's not the greatest defender in the world. Like their bench is so shit. And Harrell, I, I mean, w- watching them last night too. If you saw some of the the fucking breakdowns, I know they just signed Harrell, and he's not. Uh, you know, he he's, he's not up on the game plan like someone would be if he'd been there for a few years. But he might be the worst defensive big in the league. Like, defensively, yeah. Philadelphia is just so shit, man. I'm so disappointed. They they have the sort of main pillars of a championship team in terms of, you know, Maxi, a young guy, Harden, and, and then Embiid, obviously, uh, and, and a guy like Tucker. But they have – the it, it's like a, a coloring book with none of the color, uh, you know, filled in. They've got the outline. They've got the picture. But Daryl's going to have to get coloring, man. Daryl's going to have to get coloring or these guys mm-hmm. are fucked. Yeah, well, and, you know, looking ahead now, uh, the 76ers' next game is against the Indiana Pacers. They're losing If they don't win shit. this one, if they Phil don't Mathren, win this my one, boy's and, going off, and he's gonna he's gonna destroy hey, Harden. And he's and he's looked he's looked really good. I mean, coming he off has. twenty-seven and seven game, uh, yeah. it's there. Embiid again in this game should just eat. He should kill down low. He should oh, be yeah. you know and he did have another forty-point game. Uh, you know against uh, oh in this one yeah 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 the, yeah against the yeah, Pacers yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but you know. You look at this team, as we said, you know, they got Benedict Matherin, and then you got uh, Tyrese Halliburton there as well, you know, who's been playing, uh, you know, exceptionally well so far this season. Uh, you know, he's going to probably put up some big time numbers against this 76ers team because, you know, as we said, Maxi and Harden are going to struggle to contain him. You're going to so see I, other other backcourts are going to have the games of their life against Philly yeah. all season until they change something. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually I'm I'm not even that confident that they'll beat the Pacers and the Pacers again another team that want to lose like uh, yeah. that's kind of the the craziest part about the NBA everything is so close uh, even the contenders can lose to some of these tanking teams because uh, you know the skill level that we're at right now in the the modern day it's fun uh, isn't it NBA this is great well it's 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 fun but it's like you know I would like to be right on a couple predictions <laughs> yeah, couple takes, know. You know, that would be nice. yeah we're trying to make uh, money here for fuck's sake yeah 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 but the uh yeah these uh these bastards want to keep uh, oh. throwing us around here uh but yeah I'm, I'm definitely interested you know kind of see how they can respond how they can kind of because the, the, historically too the 76ers and bead and harden especially uh not really known for galvanizing themselves yeah and really like finding a way to take the blame and fix things usually it's oh well that's this guy sucks we need him out of the air right if i it's not it's me or him uh yeah. like i i i'm not sure how this is all gonna end up shaking out and then you have doc rivers as the coach so i'm i i could easily see doc you know making this personal with his guys too 
I, I'm going to predict right now, if if a coach is going to be fired early in the season, uh, it's going to be Doc. I, I think Ooh. he's on a very, very tight uh, you know, leash right now, and I don't think he has any room for error. He's going to have to get as much as he can out of these guys because, you know, yeah, it's, it's on Harden and, and Embiid, but if you're Daryl Morey, it, it's not like you're going to move away from those guys unless you really have to. So I think yeah. the only way, you know, it, it, I, from, from his perspective, if you're going to minimize what James Harden and Embiid do, like body language-wise, the way they mope and the way that they don't respond, you get a coach in there who can speak to them and make them do that. And it's clear that yeah. Doc Rivers just hasn't really been able to do that for these guys. And so... Yeah, I don't know. Mike Tony is lurking somewhere. You know, I feel like Daryl's going to call him up, you know, offer him a whole bunch of money and the, and, and the, get him to the come Philadelphia, back. Philadelphia Philadelphia Rockets. Then their defense will be great. <laughs> yeah, um, then they are though. Then they but, don't give a fuck. But yeah, mainly mainly Philly just needs more guys. Go trade for Jay Crowder. Get get some defenders in uh-huh. there, man. This this is cuz this is this is this could go from bad to worse. I'm not all that worried. Like it's only 3 games and I think Philly's offense is high-powered enough that, that they're going to yeah. be fine, but I don't like two, the way Joel Embiid is acting. Yeah, yeah, and two of those losses, you know, 70, or 76ers, you know, they lose to the Bucks and the Celtics. Yeah, so those two like, are fine. This was the first yeah. really bad one, but well, still. I mean, yeah, this, this, they, this game shouldn't even be close, but, no. uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll check back in on the 76ers uh, likely on Friday. Uh, I mean, hopefully, uh, you know, if we're not talking about them, maybe they bounce back, uh, but if we are talking about them, shit probably went wrong. Uh, but uh, to close out the podcast here, we want to get some Raptors talk in here for all of our uh, our listeners north of the border here. Uh, it's uh, you even got the, the RTZ on. Okay, That's right. uh, the uh, the Raptors in the Heat. Uh, the Raptors taking the loss there, falling to one and two, back to back losses. Uh, the Heat getting their first win after uh, you know going zero and two. Uh, but the biggest story here wasn't uh, you know the Raptors climbing back from that uh, that big deficit. Uh, you know in South Beach, uh, really it was kind of the. Both these teams got real chippy, uh, which I wasn't really expecting. Uh, I didn't, uh, you know, especially with Kyle Lowry there, you know, I thought that he was kind of going to be the the delegate, the peacekeeper, you know, nobody, everyone was going to be respectful about how this would all go. Uh, Like, we don't even have have Drogic anymore. Um, But, yeah, it was, there was a lot of shit talk in this one. There was a lot of bad blood, a lot of animosity, and, uh, you know, at the end of it, it was kind of all, you know, Started and uh, continued due to the 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 uh, the I'm I'm, I'm hoping uh, I picked the right one here. Uh, Caleb Martin or is it Cody? Yeah, Martin? no, it's Caleb. Remember. it's Caleb. It's yeah, Caleb. Yeah, Caleb Martin is. Uh, you know, he's fuck the, you, the Raptors, Caleb Martin. I was gonna say the Raptors world is kind of all up on uh, Caleb Martin right now because he's he comes in he has a pretty I would say I would say it was pretty dirty uh, foul on Scotty and then causes the ankle sprain uh, yeah. on that fast break. I mean there wasn't there was no way he was going to be blocking it and then. You know, no. uh, they, they, they give him the call, obviously. But even Scotty was, like, looking around like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Because uh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't really a basketball play there. Uh, and then later in the game, he tries to, to rook Coloco, and that's not going to happen. And then he t- full-on gives him the, 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 the spear, that, Goldberg that style. And like, so he, he, he got suspended one game. You know, he got, he's been dealt with the, the, the suspension, Coloco just getting a fine. And then Nikola yeah. Jovic getting a suspension as well yeah. for one game. Yeah, get him uh, out of there. Uh, yeah, early on to his career already, just uh, for leaving the bench area, which is I still think kind of a stupid rule, but whatever. Um, but yeah, the, the the Heat taking that win, but uh, you know we really want to focus more in on this kind of scrap here. Uh, it's it's not uh, it's not a good look for the Raptors. I think that they need to kind of be looking a little bit tougher. But I also want to say this, Jordan, because I, I mean I saw your initial reaction here too. 
that's if you're a Raptors fan, let's how about you strap it on and grow a pair for a uh, just for a second and be like, you know what? This is a physical fucking sport. This is a physical game. Shit like this happens. It is what it is. Just grow up, move past it. I've seen people crying under. Oh, this is there's no place for this in basketball. <laughs> like, relax, man. It every every game someone gets takes a fucking hard foul. Next yeah. time you play him, when he goes down the, through the paint, when he gets yeah. his inevitable 10 minutes that he that fucking guy plays, like he's still a <laughs> nobody. You really want to be that mad about a nobody? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't even get him straight with his twin brother. So the, if that tells you anything, <laughs> like, just go from there. If uh. you're really that mad at this guy, when they come down the lane next time, someone's going to hammer this guy. And if oh, they yeah. don't, then that says, you know, what the what kind of team they are. But if they really want to get him back... It'll probably be Fred Van Vliet flying in from from the perimeter. Actually, yeah, I, I don't know yeah. if any of our They're big guys would do it. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, like, what what was that? Like the the box out was kind of strange. He had his arm around him, uh, you know, Coloco, uh, and mm-hmm. and like Coloco didn't do anything to 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 instigate this. And then he falls over, no. and Caleb walks towards him, and then. Obviously, you're gonna get up if a guy's coming over to stand over you and look down on you after yeah. he's the one who fouled you. Yeah. Uh, you know, God forbid you could go help him up or something. A rookie in you know first week of the NBA, uh, and then he just stands up to get in his face. Caleb just fucking leans forward, tr- yeah. fucking runs him into the first row. Like I-, I don't know what the hell that was. Then I had to watch the Heat broadcast. Uh, you know, I was watching it on the replay. Them being like, "Oh, he's got Okolo. Okolo's down." Like, <laughs> come on, you guys. Read the read the fucking uh, the score sheet, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's a scuffle. It, you know, it's good learning uh, experience for Coloco. I think he handled it really well. He kind of was just sitting there, like, "What the fuck's yep. going on?" Like he could have got, you know, it, it could have got out of hand. He could have went beef stew on him, uh, and he had every mm-hmm. right to. Like that was ridiculous. That would have been awesome. <laughs> just, uh, but uh, I mean, just to, to to rewind though, you talked about the the Scotty injury too. Like that 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 was a scary moment, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, not 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 the most. Uh, basketball type play that I that I've ever seen. I I don't know really if it was all that dirty. I don't think he really intended to hurt him, but you know but that's you, what I mean. Like it wasn't like an egregious like he was yeah. trying to go out there and kill him. No, but but you know, you you, you got to be be careful like and and just mm-hmm. don't don't try and do something you're clearly not don't don't, don't try and make a play you're clearly not going to make when a guy's like in the air like that. It's just it's a it's a it's bad karma, a recipe for disaster. You know, you you you, you don't want or at least I, I, I would hope if, if you're a player, you wouldn't want anyone to get injured ever, you know, if you could avoid it. Um, so, so yeah, I, I hope Scotty's okay. But, but you know what? I, yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think if the Raptors are going to out, outperform their expectations and be good this year and, and have, uh, you know, you know, a sort of goal to win a first round series, do all this stuff. Um, yeah, you're, you're going to have to handle teams like the heat, uh, trying to rough you up and get inside your head and, 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 and start shit. And, and, you know, I, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. And, and I think that the Raptors handled it pretty well, but just getting the experience, um, and, and how they react together as a team after that's going to be, uh, you know, an important test for them. So I, I'm yeah. cool with it. I just hope the Scotty injury isn't, uh, anything serious or anything that lasts long? Because it did look like he came down on it pretty hard at a weird angle. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I hope I hope he can. You know, the Raptors have got a good. Uh, they, uh, I know they've got a good sort of physical sort of rehab team, and, and hopefully he can, he can be back out on the court um, uh, pretty soon. But uh, but yeah, in, in terms of the scuffle, I, I'm cool with it. But yeah, I, I can't believe Caleb did my boy uh, Christian like that. He didn't do anything wrong, man. Well, live. the funniest part is, uh, you know, the the Raptors playing again uh, tonight in uh, Miami. Yeah, these you know, weird schedule things. Playing, uh, I'm not liking this. I, I hate yeah, it. I'm not liking this. 
I don't like it's, it. It's a little annoying, for sure, to, to have to watch the same game twice in a row, but, I mean, yeah. whatever. But, again, if this was a game... They're lucky. Maybe the heat. Uh, maybe the the, the heat plead that they pleaded to let the, the 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 NBA suspend Martin. Maybe that was his whole plan. He knew that the yeah. the Raptors were going to get their get back on yeah. him, and yeah. uh, he he was like, I don't want any of the smoke. I don't want to be in it. <laughs> now he can't play. Oh, oh, I suspended the next game. So sorry. You can get him on play. the bench if he's sitting. You can get someone if he's on the bench. Honestly, if you're if you're just like a, a you're, you're kind of near the corner and uh, he's he's, he's kind of got his head poking out from the side of the just bench. Uh, you fade just away. Bullet bullet <laughs> yeah. pass right at his head. Bang. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's really all you're going to be able to do until you guys end up hosting them in Toronto. And you know he's going to the, – the boos are going to rain down there if people can, uh, you know. Sports fans, we have short-term memories, so we'll see yeah. if anyone actually cares. Uh, We're going to boo Cody you know, Martin when Charlotte comes to town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well – that that well uh, if, yeah especially if that happens first but uh, yeah I mean Scotty's ankle as far as I like I have seen you know it's it should be nothing serious but yeah, I'm sure yeah. that they'll they'll kind of be cautious with this he'll probably miss it he'll miss this game I'm sure uh, yeah. maybe the next one and it'll, it'll, it'll be next the, the next man up which is something the Raptors have have always done well uh, and, and we'll just have to you know wait and see who's who's going to be that guy that can kind of fill that area fill that void because. There's there's a lot of like they, they they've got all those guys for a reason right like I think if yeah. they had Otto Porter right now this would be perfect be but you know yeah. he's still dealing with uh, you know his off season injury uh so I'm, I I'm think Bant- I think Nurse is gonna throw Banton in there like he did a little bit in the in this mm-hmm. last game and he looked pretty good and I th- I think uh, that that's a guy who'll get more play if Scotty misses time. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and uh, honestly, maybe uh, could be a better fit. I mean, again, it makes them a little smaller, which you're already such a small team. I'm not sure how that's gonna go, but uh, yeah. you know, we're we're gonna have to wait and see. I mean, and yeah, hopefully Gary Trent, you know, can play a little bit better as well. Uh, I wouldn't mind to see that. Uh, you know, based yep. on how, how things have gone early on, but uh, yep. yeah, uh, fuck you, Caleb Martin, uh, Scotty, you, wish you well, man. Speed recovery, uh, everything's gonna be good though. Uh, we'll we'll get our get back, uh, whether it's on the court or in the streets. We're gonna figure this one out. Yep. Um, but but for everyone out there in the streets, in the slums, uh, wherever the hell you are, uh, be sure to follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, we we're we're always uh, trying to get everything out there. Jordan Jordan's going ham on the Twitter. You know, he's putting his uh, his shit oh, yeah. out there. Oh yeah. Uh, so be sure if you want to catch anything. These these deleted scenes, these bonus takes, you know, get out there on our Twitter, especially. That's uh, that's definitely where we're most active. Uh, and you know, who knows? Maybe we'll get TikTok, a couple TikToks, Instagram. In there. Oh, yeah. we will. I've been lazy, uh, so, but we will. Hey, we'll 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 get those in there. But yeah, check us out at Big Dog Ball Talk. Send us a follow. Uh, you know, does us a lot of good. Helps us uh, get more content for you guys. Uh, so yeah, at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, we're gonna be back friday uh for another big episode there's a lot of basketball between now and friday so uh there's gonna be tons and tons to talk about so we hope you guys are getting ready for a big fat juicy episode right across your face slapping it down on the table okay Uh, it's coming it's coming for you no matter what uh so friday be there follow us at big dog ball talk matt eichhorn jordan flegel for big dog ball talk and that's my good friend jordan always says uh it's it's election day in, in Toronto. Actually. You know, it's municipal election. Are you gonna do your civic duty? Uh, for, I don't. Shame really on you, Matt. You hesitated. Yeah, oh, I love I love to vote. I'm a big voter. I've never missed okay. a federal one, but uh, or provincial. Oh, but, but you're municipal. above municipal politics. Wow. Yeah, Look at kind you. of. Look at the message you're sending. Big man. Mm-hmm.
You don't care what tax bracket you're. You don't care about anything because you you, nope. you don't care about the bike lanes because you're you're always in your your Lambo going to hate work. Bikers. I hate people <laughs> on bikes. I actually uh, I, whether it's a motorcycle, right. a moped, scooter. Okay, and I'm gonna get my. This is I'm taking I'm taking over this little fucking closeout segment. All uh, right, have here you we seen go, Matt. These motherfuckers on these electric scooters, like the actual ones that look like yes. scooters, could do like a kickflip on them. Those yep. things fucking move 30 kilometers an hour. I know. This is insane. <laughs> Remember like that shit on the sidewalk? I want to uh, fucking with one of these times sidekick a guy who's going. He's, he's gonna die, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm done with this. If you drive a bike, I don't like you. Well, just remember, everybody, as, as Matt Icon says, get out there and vote. Uh, you know, tell tell your city councilors you, you don't like bikes, you don't like scooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you I know, love you them. Make make it known. Um, but uh, yeah, go do your, do your civic duty, people, and also happy Diwali. Woo.